everybody, and welcome back to Time and Attention, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better, more intentional human being. I'm the co-host of the show, Chris Bailey. This is episode number 113, Productivity Prime Time. You sound more and more like a game show host every week. Prime Time. Why don't you come on down, Arden? (laughs) It's early. It's it's quite early. It's like 8 a.m. right now. I feel like we've kind of shifted to being awake earlier together at the same time, which is wild. Do you like that? I do, actually. It's nice to have some time with you in the morning. Yeah. It's the weekend, though, and it's 8 a.m. and we're up. Yes, it's happening. I was up before 7, naturally. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Yeah. Well, we're talking about energy today. We are. So why not talk about it when all of our primetime biological <laughs> clocks are all screwed up? Yeah. How would you rank your energy right now out of 10? Eight. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty good. I've been up for like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> How's your energy? I, I think like a six. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll ease, it, ease into it on the pod. By the end, he'll be a 10 and he'll oh, be bringing well, all the enthusiasm. I'm always a 10, baby. But the, the idea <laughs> is because our energy is not consistent every single hour of the day, you know, some of us have more energy in the morning like you. Some of us have more energy in the evening like me. Man, there's probably an ideal time to record this based on our energy overlapping, isn't there? Nah, because then you just find an average between the two of us and yeah. that's not optimal. Then you don't get the better of either. No, you nah. just end up a little worse for both. But um, I actually don't think I'm a morning person. So I I have a lot of energy and it's the morning, but I've also been up for longer than usual. I think just because I went to bed weirdly early last night. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if I'm a morning person, but I have a little more energy than you in the morning. That's definitely true. Yeah. Um, But so why, maybe let's back up a step because you said people have different levels of energy throughout the day. Why is that? Yeah, we're all wired differently. And I I think this is like, this is one of my favorite things about productivity advice. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast, like take the advice that works for you, leave the rest. But we're also, we all do different work and we're all wired differently. We're all programmed to have different hours of the day when we have more energy. And this is one of the great things about taking the advice that works for you is because our energy per hour is not consistent, neither is our productivity per hour because energy is kind of the fuel that we burn every hour in order to be productive. And that can propel us forward to more productivity when we align our work with when we're the most productive. Cool. Hence the title. Hence the title. Productivity primetime. It, it's like uh, on TV when primetime, like this is the best thing, to, best thing to watch, best thing to do. So, I mean, you've kind of talked about this. I mean, we have talked about this on the podcast in the past, the right? Pod. This is not yeah. the first time we've talked about biological primetime or the fact that your energy waxes and wanes throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the key here, though, is like giving you a very easy tool to figure out what your prime time would be. Um, and is there only one? Because I know we recently tried the app. Is it Rise? Rise. No longer using it because it was like $100 well, a year or something. On the subscription rant episode, which was a, a few episodes ago, we talked about how we got totally different prices for the app too. Yeah. So we got caught in like a, a an A-B test, yeah. the two of us. Which is 
a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. If you're A-B testing uh, people, make sure you localize, don't localize it. Yeah. Yeah. Randomize at the city level or yeah. something. Um, I can help you with that <laughs> if you need some help. Yeah. It's pretty basic. <laughs> so, I, but anyway, so like we no longer use that app anymore because it was just quite a lot of money, even yeah. if you weren't in the cheaper um, example test. but. Yeah. Um, when we tried that app, it did kind of point to like fluctuations in the day, which I actually found really helpful where mm-hmm. I have this like kind of peak in energy and I found myself really easy. It's, I find it's always really easy to focus like mid morning and, yeah. or like kind of late morning. And then later in the early evening, I have another peak and that's, yeah. I do actually think that's very accurate, at least for me, mm-hmm. but I'm curious what how that aligns with this idea of like one prime time that we're talking about today. Well, it, it's more of a generalized area of the day that our prime time tends to fall into. Uh, so if you're an early bird, if, if you have the most energy first thing in the morning, your prime time is the early morning. But you may have two peaks in the early morning that... Uh, that you need to accommodate. Uh, if you're somewhere in the middle, early to mid-morning is kind of your range. And this is directly from the research. Full credit where credit is due. Uh, Till Ronenberg, who is perhaps one of the, the world's foremost chronobiologists, this comes directly from his research. And there's a- actually a calculation we'll walk you through in a second. So if you have a, a note thing, a note app, <laughs> or a pen or something, uh, uh, do grab it. Uh, but if you're somewhere in the middle, early to mid-morning is where your peak slash peaks fall. And if you're a night owl, late afternoon and the evening. And so, you know, these are broad ranges of time. And you probably will be able to feel it out a little bit over time where you may think, oh, you know, I, I wake up at uh, 6, I'm an early bird, I find I peak at 7, uh, and then also at 10. Uh, and so they'll probably fall around the same time with a, a dip in the middle because we do still have these energy rhythms. Uh, our body does move in these 90-minute cycles uh, punctuated by a, a 20 or 30-minute uh, cycle of, of rest, and you'll probably find that with your prime time as well. So how do you find it? Do you have a pen? Here, do you want a pen and paper? Because then I'll, I'll I'll guide you through it. Because then I'll know how long uh, okay. um, uh, it'll take people to do it. Okay. <laughs> so don't go too fast. Well, I'll try not. <laughs> yeah, but you're good at math. Yeah. So that'll <laughs> skew the and not just girl math. Oh man, a bit of a tie. Oh, you got there. triggered with the, I did. a girl. Ma- what is the girl math? Girl math is this ridiculous trend on on um, TikTok. TikTok. Where people, or particularly women, are going through kind of how they make financial decisions and really focusing on those. I mean, everybody does this thing where you make a, where like it it doesn't count as like a cost if you're saving money. Like, or like, no, it really does count as spending if you are, if it's on sale. Like, that's still spending money. Anyway, and they're calling this girl math. And this is basically going back like 30 years in time in terms of progress towards thinking about like gender differences in STEM, particularly in math, where girls are just as good at math as other people in the world. Like, you're you're far better uh, at math than I am. But that's for like our N of two. But that's know? an individual level difference, right? Like I might be better at math than you, but that doesn't mean I'm like consistently worse at math than all men. Anyway, this really frustrated me. So I'll do some math and it's not girl math. It's real math. It's just plain math. You're better at math than all the men I know. But I've also gone to school in yeah. something related to math for like a lot of time. So 
that doesn't really count. Yeah. But I mean, fundamentally, like there are no biological differences in how good people are at math. No, that's ridiculous. And I thought we got over that in like the 90s and apparently not. I got an email from like a clothing store. RW that I, and Co. Oh, that I particularly, like I, I, they always have sales and their email sale this week was girl math and it was all about counting like sales on clothes. And I was so upset. Anyway. If you are one of those people posting about girl math, please don't perpetuate this problem. You do math as a <laughs> I do. girl. I literally do math every single but day. But it's, uh, it's machine learning in... Uh, D- deep learning? Yeah, deep learning. Yeah, right now I'm doing a project that uses deep learning all in Python or if that's what you're going for. But yeah, that's mathy. I was a little, that's girl math. I was a little upset about this. Um, <laughs> so if you're part of the... the part, if you're one of those people posting about girl math or if you see that... Please try to break down that stereotype because it just, it doesn't help anybody to think about math as being a very gendered thing. Cool. Cool. So I guess I have to delete this blog post I wrote on girl math. (laughs) Oh man, I would be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd love to see, no, I wouldn't love to see your reaction. Anyway. All right. You ready? Yes. I'll do some math. (laughs) All right. This is pretty uh, simple. It's pretty basic relative to what you usually do. Um, So uh, we'll see if you can handle it. So we'll begin. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about a day off. Okay. Like the weekend. Like today. Or better, yeah, yeah. Well, we're doing the, does this work? Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't feel like. I don't count it in Time Miller as work, so no. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so at least one of us is getting credit. Uh, so oh, actually better yet, forget forget about the weekend. Okay. Forget about the weekend, Arden. I want you to, to imagine you're on a deserted island. Mm-hmm. You wake up on a deserted island. Nobody else is there. That's pretty sad. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but it's it's enjoyable, right? You've had a stressful uh, month okay. and you're on this deserted island. Uh, and you can go to bed, wake up whenever you want. I feel whenever. like I already have that life. Like I get wow. to go to bed whenever I want. I wake up whenever I want. What privilege. I'm, oh, I'm extremely fortunate. Yeah. Okay. So you're on an island. Okay. How long do you sleep for ideally? Now, write that number down. 8.5. Well, don't anchor oh. anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. Your, your ideal sleep time is 8.5. Mine is 9, at I'd least. say. At least. Um, other people, maybe 7.5. Mm-hmm. So write that. Now, I don't know if you can handle this next step. Uh-oh. Divide that number by 2. Oh, wow. Fractions. Cool. Yeah, frac. I guess it's a podcast, so people can pause it, can't they? Yes, they can. So I don't can. have to go too slow. No. Um, now, what time do you go to bed at on this deserted island? What What time do you naturally want to go to bed? Sometime between like 10 and yeah, Well, why are you oh. anchoring people? <laughs> 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 Write that number down. Okay. Stop anchoring people. Okay. I'm worried that it'll skew okay. the results. Uh, all right, so you got your bedtime on that free day. You've got that half amount of sleep. So now add those two together. So extend your bedtime by that half length of sleep. Clock times are always weird, though. How do you do math with clock, clocks? It's weird. Oh. No, it's okay. Have we stumped you? No, of course. I'm already done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now. This Barbie can do math. Oh, wow. <laughs> Girl math. Okay. Okay. So now what you've calculated is your midpoint of sleep. Cool. And so your midpoint of sleep can determine whether you're an early bird 
a night owl, or somewhere in the middle. What's your result? 2.45. So if your time falls before 3.30, you are an early bird. If your time falls between 3.30 and 5.30, you're somewhere in the middle. And if your time is after 5.30, you, my friend, are a night owl. This seems so inaccurate for me. It does. Yeah. Oh, do, well, uh, what time did you go to bed at? Last night. I went no, to bed, like, on this at ideal 10, day. 10.30. That's quite an early bird bedtime. Yeah, I guess I'm finding... So, I okay, maybe this is because I'm a little tied to when you go to bed or wake up. Mm. Remember you're on an island, though. I'm not I know, there. I know, but I'm trying to think of, like, lately I've been feeling really good going to bed earlier but yeah. I also think that's because you're going to bed earlier hmm. and like people don't live in a vacuum. So, no, no. um, I mean, this Island idea is all well and good, but I do think I naturally, like even when you're out of town, I was going to bed like around this time, 10 30, 11. Yeah. Um, so you're more actually, an- maybe I did this wrong. I think maybe I am going to bed wow, closer to 11. Wow. There's a great podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Where we do inaccurate math uh, live. No, because I'm air. thinking actually, I I probably go to bed a little closer to eleven, but that would still put me at like three fifteen, which yeah. is you're an early bird. I think you got to. But you, I feel like my we're, whole we're witnessing you come to terms with the fact that you're an early bird. Yeah, I'm having an this identity a, crisis this is in an real time. Intervention, not a podcast. <laughs> because I feel like my big takeaway from COVID was I actually get a lot done not in the mornings where. Mm. And I, I do find I'm like not particular. So I guess maybe let's back up. What are we calling an early bird? Like, does that mean mm. just before noon? What, what does that mean? It means you're most productive in the early morning. So early, early morning? W- w- with this calculation. So if you're an early bird, so your time falls before 3.30, uh, you're most productive in the early morning. If you're a night owl, so your time is after 5.30, uh, your biological prime time is the late afternoon and evening. And if you're somewhere in the middle, uh, your biological prime time is the early to mid-morning. So even if you fall in the middle, your biological prime time does tend to be a a bit earlier in the day. Um, and, And interestingly... When you have the most energy, you're the most productive. And maybe this is the effect that you're describing. Um, When when you have the most energy, you're the most productive. But when you have the least amount of energy, you're the most creative. And so maybe that's the effect that you were experiencing. You know, the reason that this is the case is when we have less energy, our mind's uh, prefrontal cortex, the logical center of it, is less inhibited. And so it doesn't really hold back with regard to the ideas that it generates. So it's less inhibited when we have some booze as well. It's less inhibited when we're tired, when we uh, don't have caffeine, uh, when we just have less energy, in other words. And so it's more free-flowing with the ideas that it generates. And so if you found that you're an early bird, your creative prime time is the late afternoon or early evening. Uh, So maybe that's the effect that you're experiencing. If you're a night owl, you're the most creative in the morning. And if you're somewhere in that middle band, you're the most creative late afternoon and early evening. That's so weird because I, prior to taking this, I think I would have said I'm a night owl. Hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna have some reflection. Yeah. Time. <laughs> so, it, it, well, it, it's it's really interesting, and uh, it, because it, it's not as though. You know, so every kind of project is some combination of, of productivity and creativity, I, I, I kind of think of it as. And it's so often 
tough to untangle the two things because mm. sometimes we make more progress when we're more creative. Sometimes we make more progress when we're more focused and productive. And so if we're in that productivity stage of a project where, you know, the book outline is done or the project outline's done, we just need to hunker down and write the damn thing, then the productivity mode is going to help us. But if we're in the ideation stage and generating ideas and piecing together information, maybe like what you were doing, maybe the creative mode will help you out more. And so really aligning uh, the projects that were worth, and this is kind of an advanced tactic, you know, just understanding when these hours of the day are so you can work around them and so you can block them off and and schedule things during them and protect that time, defend it uh, when you're the most productive so you can take advantage of those hours. Um, It's all helpful. Yeah. So I guess I've, okay, maybe I'm, I'm over or underestimating how accurate this is because I've always, I mean, I think one of the things I noticed with Rise that I, that's kind of stuck with me was that it highlighted, I have this kind of like peak in energy kind of late mid morning and then, uh, or like mid to late morning. And then again, another one in the late afternoon. And I do think that's still true, but maybe I'm underestimating like how big that peak is in the mid morning. But I do naturally, because of that, like, because I know I have these kinds of ebbs and flows in my day, I tend to try to avoid meetings within either of those windows, including the morning. And so, mm-hmm. um, unless they're like really important meetings where I really need to like be keenly focused, but a lot of meetings are just like knowledge sharing. And so you don't need to be particularly on, yeah. on focus yeah. or I'd rather like, I'm not going to get tenure for being really good at meetings. I'm going to get tenure for writing good papers. And so mm-hmm. I want to make sure all of my best time is dedicated to writing good papers. And I guess that's what I've been kind of doing. Um, so maybe I take it back. This oh. does seem to hold up. Um, but of course I, it holds up. It's it's the research. I know, I know. I'm just, <laughs> you know, having a bit of an identity crisis. Live, on air. <laughs> Live on air, yes. Because I think one, but I also, my bedtime doesn't always stay the same. So yeah, that will shift. And I think with the sun just going down so much earlier, I'm going to bed earlier. Yeah, and, and <laughs> in the summer that shifts. Yeah, and, and there is that kind of interaction between how we're wired as well as how our environment is wired. Yeah, and so there's you know productivity is so often a process of understanding our constraints. And so some days we have less time. Sometimes we have less energy. Sometimes we have less attention. Some days are preformed for us, you know, if we're at a conference and uh, that's kind of our day, that, that's the way we, we don't really have a say or a choice. The sun sometimes goes down and that affects uh, our, our, our biological r- rhythms as well. Um, and so it, it's really this, this uh, point of interaction between our biology and our environment um, that is our, our prime time, that, that's kind of the intersection. And so, yeah, take what works, leave the rest. But you've, you've experimented with a lot of different ways, especially with this Rise app that we were uh, playing around with that we no longer use mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. to, for working uh, and defending these hours. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty protective about my calendar. Um, I mean, anybody who listens to this podcast probably knows that. Um, and so I'm d- productive on like a weekly level. I had to where... schedule this weeks ago. <laughs> no. Um, but for work stuff, I tend to have at least like ideally two days of my week where I have zero meetings, which usually means that I 
have one day a week that is like all meetings. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, so I mean, that's on a kind of weekly level, but on a daily level, I do try to make sure that I have like chunks of time, not just like bits because confetti time is just the worst. Mm. So I do try to have like big stretches of time where if I can, I mean, this is not always possible. I'm acting like this is a hundred percent going to happen. And of course it doesn't like sometimes really important meetings come up and I have to meet with people during one of my prime time windows, but the, and that's okay. But because I also do plan my week ahead of time, I can kind of predict this, right? Like I know that I'm going to be really, really keen and focused in the late mid morning. And then again, kind of later afternoon, early evening. And I plan my day around that. Like I do make sure I work out before that. So I work out in the mornings now to make sure like I get up, I go for a workout when I'm still kind of like a little groggy Mm. and I'm not taking up like the best focus time of my day. Good mind wandering time too. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Morning runs are just the best. It it generates so many ideas when you're in that groggy state and you you don't, you just let your mind wander as opposed to Hmm. listening to something. Maybe I good should way to do less down. strength training in the morning then. <laughs> good, good way to double down <laughs> on that that creativity mode. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't really think of bringing in like creativity time as much as probably you do. Hmm. And maybe I should get a little bit more thoughtful about that. Um, so I guess I'm focused really on like, when can I do coding and when can I do writing? And those two things in my head just feel very focus heavy, but also I know they involve like a, a lot of creativity as well. So um, yeah, I guess I'm just really careful about when I book things and I plan blocks of time in my calendar ahead of time to make sure I can allow for that. Love it. Awesome. There we go. So tactical. Oh, one thing what? I will add what? is, so part of this is also like, I have now built a little bit of a routine around when I know these kinds of peaks and valleys happen. Mm. So I know now, like I always, I'm in such a good routine of like, I get up pretty much at the same time. I work out every morning. I get to work at the, around the same time. Um, and I, I've i like naturally found routines that are built around this, right? Mm. It just kind of like makes it, it's like building habits on easy mode because you're just like aligning with when you are already more productive yeah. or less productive if you're focusing on like when you should be doing creative stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been finding that really, really helpful. Like really trying to use this as a guide for how I form my habits. And I don't know, it's been working really well lately. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Do you do this? What's your prime time? Are you a night owl? Mm. I feel like that depends on what experiments you're doing at the time. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting because I feel the work that I do, it requires kind of equal parts productivity and creativity. Mm. And so I, I can kind of align how much energy I have and when, when I have the autonomy to do so, uh, there's a lot of travel and a, a lot of other constraints that are sometimes imposed on my day um, by myself and by others. But it, it's there's always something I can work on that is conducive to how much energy I have in the moment. Um, and, and so I can't say that I, I'm too rigid about things in this way. And this is evidenced a bit. I don't really have any clocks around me. I, the, well, there's, I should say, there's, there's an update in Mac OS where they put a clock in the top right-hand corner that is kind of the notifications tray. I have tried so hard to get rid of this clock because the only time I need to know the time is when I have somewhere to be. Hmm. And I try to make my schedule so that I have large blocks of time for creation. 
for creating things that hopefully end up helping others and researching those ideas and piecing those together. And it's a messy process, and I love it uh, because it's so creative, it's sometimes productive, uh, but I find that in that mode, there's usually something I can find that I can work on in the moment that's a fit with how much energy, uh, time, and attention that I have in that moment. Um, And when I need to know the time, my calendar will let me know that I need to be somewhere. And, you know, that's the job of past me uh, to put alerts so that I need to know about an event when I need to know about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Perks of being self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. Have a little more flexibility. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's there's periods of, I find there's more variable in flexibility, actually, uh, where there's periods of, crazy amount of flexibility because I can define my own schedule. Then there's periods where there's no flexibility whatsoever because it'll be a period of intense travel, like the last couple of weeks yeah, um, where there were four keynotes in five, six days. Yeah. Yeah. So th- then there's periods like that where things are more concentrate, work from concentrate. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, nice. productivity prime time. Very cool. There you go. And a little tactical. Did a final deep dive. Yeah, a little, little ta- tactic in there too. little tactic. <laughs> I think we need to get you some food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too early. No. Yeah. I think our primetime calculation showed, actually, for me, this is like bang on, well, apparently. Well, <laughs> I'm happy you had a good podcast. <laughs> Hopefully others thought so. Well, uh, as always, post about our podcast on social media. Hashtag uh, girl math. We will, uh, no. we will follow you. <laughs> no. Nope. Arden will follow you back. I will not. Yeah. None of this girl math. <laughs> Woman math. No, just math. Math lady, is math. Lady math. No. No? <laughs> Still no. Okay. Yes. Don't gender math. math Hashtag is, math. Math is for everybody, and it's a wonderful, wonderful tool and a very beautiful, interesting subject to learn. Ha- hashtag gendered math. No. Oh my, this is literally all of my research talks about how to eradicate gender differences in like math and then seeing this nonsense pop up, I just oh. want to cry a little. Yeah. When you sent me the screenshot of that email, I just visualized your initial reaction to it. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Anyway, have a good day. See you in a couple Tuesdays. Bye. Bye.